Hi, and welcome to the Diz Explorers podcast. This is Adrienne bringing you a mini podcast episode all about fireworks. I was inspired by the upcoming holiday, July 4th, or the past holiday, depending on when you're listening to this episode, and wanted to talk a little bit about the history of fireworks in the parks, as well as some tips and tricks to, um, to help you enjoy that experience all the more. Now, I believe I've mentioned on the podcast before that I have never been to Disneyland, so I am certainly not experienced in Disneyland fireworks. I wouldn't even call myself a Disneyland newbie, more a Disneyland infant, as I have never ventured across the country to to that particular part yet. It's coming, trust me. So I've done a good bit of research to try to find out about the history of the fireworks in that park, as well as the best viewing spots. The fireworks in Disneyland actually started in 1956, so fairly recently after it opened, and all of the fireworks displays were hand-lit by cast members. Not a job that I would have wanted, having worked in the parks back then, but I bet it was pretty exciting to have been a part of that inaugural um, fireworks display. Anybody who has seen fireworks remembers Tinkerbell and her flight across the park to open and welcome the show, and that started in Disneyland in 1959. I, um, again, not in Disneyland, but in Disney World, had a viewing spot a few years ago between the Hub and Tomorrowland and um, got to watch Tinkerbell fly directly over my head, which was really kind of neat to see. Um, It wasn't the best spot to actually view the fireworks, but it was really neat to see Tinkerbell make that journey right over my head. Now in Disneyland, it has been through several different incarnations of of fireworks displays. In 1958 was the first named show and it went all the way until 1999 and it was called Fantasy in the Sky. It was replaced in 2000 by a show called Believe There is Magic in the Stars which ran until 2004. From 2004 to 2005 there was a short-lived show called Imagine a Fantasy in the Sky. 2005 to 2010 brought Wishes 2010 to 2015 was called Remember Dreams Come True, and from 2015 until currently, they have Disneyland Forever. Now, I did mention that having never been across the country to Disneyland to see the um, to see the fireworks there, I had to kind of do a good bit of research to find the best viewing spots for these for this show. And of all the blog posts and the articles and everything that I've read. There were three that were most recommended, three different spots. The first was Main Street USA. And this kind of makes sense if you're thinking about it as someone who's never visited before in that Main Street USA has that beautiful straight on view of Sleeping Beauty Castle and will give you a great view of the fireworks as they go over the castle. The second place that was most recommended was near the Small World attraction. Um, one of the benefits listed there was the fact that you, it's less crowded, that fewer people go there to observe the fireworks. And if that's important to you, that might be a good thing to try on your next trip. The third place that was most recommended was the right side of the hub. And as this is also along the parade route, it's a great place to see the parade and then kind of stake out your spot to watch, um, watch the fireworks from there. 
Now in Disney World, three of the four parks currently have fireworks shows. The one exception is Disney's Animal Kingdom, which while has just started to have nighttime experiences, it does not currently have a fireworks show. It does, of course, currently have the um, Jungle Book Alive with Magic um, show, which will eventually transition into Rivers of Light, but um, currently does not have fireworks per se. But in the Magic Kingdom, there have been fireworks there since 1971. From 1971 until 2003, the fireworks show was called Fantasy in the Sky. And from 2003 until the current year, it is called Wishes. And this, of course, gets some holiday overlays, which I believe happens in Disneyland as well. We'll have to get Diz Explorer Jessica to confirm that for me. But they have, um, there's Hallow Wishes, there's Holiday Wishes, depending on the holiday that you might be visiting in the parks. Now, I might go a little overboard here because I love Wishes. I love it. Um... It is one of the highlights of every single trip that I make. I always have to find some way to make sure that I get to see the fireworks at least one night, even if we take um, a little weekend trip, which we do fairly often. But the way that I have watched Wishes has changed over the years as, as my life has changed, as my situation has changed, and as children have come into the picture, which has really been the factor that, that kind of changed how I have to do things. But before I had children, my absolute favorite spot to watch Wishes was on Main Street USA near the hub between Casey's and the Plaza restaurant. You get this immersion, I think, there that, you, that is hard to compare to when you have the ability to look straight on at the castle and it kind of fills your entire view and the fireworks coming up from behind is just beautiful and it's amazing and it's magical and it's it's really is just beyond compare but another alternative to that again if you are looking to avoid crowds is going to be near the train station at the entrance of the park you still get that straight on view it's a little bit further back so there's going to be more heads in the pictures if you're trying to take pictures of the fireworks but you get um, you get an easy exit from the park, which is actually fairly important to me as I have um, been there more often and started to take younger children with me. When it was just me and my husband or me and my family when we were growing up, it wasn't that big a deal. But um, lately, it's been very important for me to get my cranky young children out of the parks as quickly as possible after having made them stay up that late. So since having children, <clears throat> my strategy has changed a good bit. And my absolute favorite way to watch Wishes these days is from the beach at the Polynesian Resort. We love to make reservations at Ohana or at the Kona Cafe in the Polynesian and then wander our way out to the beach to watch Wishes from there. I love it for a couple of reasons. One, it is... Um, it's, it's a different experience in that you're not looking head on at the castle. You're obviously, you're outside of the park, so you're going to get kind of a skewed, a skewed look, but it's also kind of neat to see the technical aspect of it, to see how far away the fireworks actually are from the castle. 
um, you get a chance to watch the electrical water pageant right before the fireworks begin. They do pipe in the music onto the beach, so you do get the music to go along with it. Um, but the biggest benefit to me is that you're far enough away from the fireworks that the sound of the actual fireworks is kind of muted. So <clears throat> my young children are able to watch the fireworks without being so scared by the booms. Um, the first time I can remember trying to take my daughter, um, who is five now, but she was two at the time, to watch Wishes in the parks, she was terrified. And I mean terrified. Crawling all over me, trying to get up on my shoulders, off my shoulders, screaming kind of, let's go, let's go, mommy, it's scary, and holding her hands over her ears. And I remember being, you know, so upset that I had hurt her that way because we had tried it out kind of at home with some, with the, you know, some July 4th fireworks before we went, and she did fine, so I thought she would be okay, but um, but she was scared. So we didn't want to repeat that mistake the next time we took her, and that's when we discovered going to the Polynesian Beach. Now, the Grand Floridian Beach will give you kind of the same effect, just a little bit of a different view, again, because of <clears throat> the difference in, um, in angle to the park. Another great one that's not quite as kid-friendly, but still a great view, is the California Grill in the Contemporary. So you can see these monorail resorts, the Magic Kingdom area resorts, are going to give you really good options for seeing the, the Wishes fireworks. But there, if you request a reservation time that's near, near the time that Wishes will come on, again, they will pipe in the music, and you can enjoy a really nice meal while also, while also getting to enjoy the fireworks. The other parks that have fireworks shows include Epcot, where they have illuminations, reflections of Earth. There, you know, the big thing about that one is not only the fireworks, but that they float out on a barge, this giant globe, which lights up, which has all these tiny little TV screens, and it kind of shows a story as it does the fireworks. And so that's a really awesome way to kind of get some culture in with your fireworks. But there is absolutely not a bad place to watch illuminations it's in the center of the lagoon so you get to anywhere around the world showcase you're going to get a good view which is which is one of the benefits i think of this fireworks show now personally my favorite place to watch illuminations is from the france bridge near the international um, gateway not for any particular reason. I just kind of like to hang out there. There's a little place that kind of juts over the water a little bit more, and um, it's just a personal preference for me. Now, in Hollywood Studios, they had something called Symphony in the Stars, which was retired just recently, back in June, and was replaced with Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular. The Star Wars Galactic Spectacular has fireworks that are set to Star Wars music so being the geek that I am of course that's pretty awesome and and it's all kind of you know if you've ever listened to the Star Wars soundtrack you know it's got all of this wonderful booms and sounds and it's great and so the fireworks set to that music is something that's really special to see. Viewing spots for this one are going to include anywhere on Hollywood Boulevard. You're going to get the nice view of the theater with the fireworks coming behind it. Um, also kind of behind Echo Lake if you're looking for 
photography, this is going to be a great place because you can get some of the reflections into in the water, which are absolutely beautiful. And then finally from Boardwalk Way, if especially if you're if you have park hopper passes, this is a really fun way to see it because from the Boardwalk Way you get a really great view of the fireworks and then you can just continue on walking and go to Epcot and make it there for usually the nine o'clock show of illuminations. I also want to quickly mention the dessert parties. Disney offers dessert parties for for all three of these. They have a wishes dessert party that's in the Tomorrowland Terrace. There's an illuminations party and an illuminations dessert party. And then there's also a Star Wars Galactic Spectacular dessert party. They're all pretty pricey. I want to say that they're close to $50, maybe closer to $60, depending on the actual dessert party. But there's there's some downsides to these too, not just including the price. In the Magic Kingdom in particular, you're going to see the the set the places set aside and you get the desserts and the drinks and that's all well and good. And you have a designated place to sit, which is great. But when the actual wishes starts you you, everyone has a tendency to get up and walk to the edge to get a better view and so if you're expecting to just be able to sit somewhere and observe the fireworks that's not going to happen there and illuminations the illuminations dessert party it's because there are so many great viewing spots you're not going to get the benefit of this super secluded area where you get the best view the best seat in the house and also there are no seats They have tall tables where you kind of stand around and have your desserts and your drinks, um, but no place to sit. And then the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular, I've not had the opportunity to experience yet because, again, that one just opened last month. But it's, um, I would imagine that it is probably close to the same to the same thing, the same kind of desserts, the same kind of drinks. So I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying to do it. It's something that you might want to think about and research on your own to decide if that's something that's worth it to you and to your, your traveling party. Now, before we leave, I do want to have the opportunity to remind you guys to follow us on Twitter and all of social media. Diz Explorers is on Facebook, is on Um, Twitter and Instagram and then all of the Diz Explorers troop is on Twitter you can follow us you can follow Mel at DCL Prep School RJ at Black Pearl 454 Milford at Milford on Move Crystal at Disney Brewing Jessica at Duchess Jessica and me Adrienne at WDW bound underscore com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and wonderful and magical holiday.